All right. You guys see the record button? Do I see it? I don't know if there's anything on your end that says it's recording. Yes. Okay. All right. Welcome. Welcome to the AGFFA report. Uh, Week two preview, week one recap, uh, third episode of this uh, podcast for our AGFFA league. Uh, Joining me now is the owner, GM, longtime participant of the Beer Guzzler organization. Not drinking a beer at 12 o'clock. That's me. Not yet. Not yet. Not far away, though. The old bear, Dan. And then uh, the other host, the owner and GM of the Puppies of Poopatory. I mean, Pert, Pert, excuse me. Yeah, Purgatory. Sorry. Thank you. Jeffrey Howcroft. So, I guess. Collectively, uh, we're, we're known as the week one losers, I think, right? Yes, that's right. We, uh, yeah, I was close. I thought I could have done it. Jeff, you were out of it early. And oh, dude, yeah. Dad, you were like at 30 points going into Sunday night or Monday night. Yeah, so. I know, it was bad. I needed like uh, six touchdowns from Ben and, you know, uh, help from Sterling Shepard. But my lineup's made of a bunch of, uh, you know, backups. I don't really have pure starters. So you're giving up already? You ready to sell oh, your team? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I'll be competitive. I'll be competitive. Okay. No, you, I mean, it's only week one. You have two more division weeks left, and uh, anything can yeah. happen. I'm going to get a win this week, so I'm going to be one-on-one. I yeah, hope so. On that note, we have one data point, okay? We've had one week of our teams, so we really don't – we don't know. We can't really overreact on what's going on here. It's one data not. point. Of course So, not. teams that did really well, do you expect them to push for 200 points every game this year? Of course not. Teams that did poorly, do you expect them to score less than 100 all year? No, they're going to score more than that. So this is, it's a one week, and maybe I'm just telling this to myself to reassure me that I'm not screwed here. Um, you but do that. Yeah, uh, I'm doing everything I can to, to feel good about it. But in, in, in any event, I'm not, I'm not panicking. I, like, I'm not making any trades. I'm not making any moves. Right. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it out and just see what happens. Yeah, well, there's still plenty of time. And even if you go 0-3 in the division weeks, you go nine or I guess, you know, six wins after that or seven wins for the last three weeks, hey, anything can happen, right? Yeah, you got a good shot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see my screen. I'm sharing the current power rankings after week one. Yes. Uh, any surprises, shocks, or uh, things you want to argue or, or just talk about here? Well, I guess we can talk about it as we get to it, but the pups obviously had a big, big letdown, uh, and there were reasons for it. There's no doubt, and it, there's reasons for everybody that did well and those that did poorly. So, but again, it's only week one, so there's no reason to panic on, on uh, anything here. Uh, I will say for the pups, though, uh, you can't afford to drop two, uh, zero and two to be two games behind both with my ass and Balzilla, who now hold the number one and two spot in the rankings. So. Uh, hold on I, real quick game. though real quick jeff could drop owen two. it could be fine because guess who went in as a wild card last year in that conference bubba gum she beat your ass in the playoffs dad she had the team so I, jeff I, you I you're that. not I, in trouble but of course not it's only week yeah. it's only coming up to week two i'm just saying you know yeah. things will turn around i'm sure they're going to turn I, around for everybody as I we're going to see you, you just got to win seven games, okay? I, I don't care what combination of seven games it is, but just if you can get to seven, you got a shot at making the playoffs. You get to eight, you're in. 
right? So we still have 11 weeks to play, right? We're a 12 week season still, right? Mm -hmm. yep. All right. So we have 11 weeks. You got to win seven games, you know, go just slightly over 500 the West, the rest of the way. You'll be okay. I mean, and that holds true for everybody that lost in week one. I mean, absolutely. Any, absolutely. I, I, I don't think anybody should panic after knowing one start. You always want to win week one, but week one is to me, it's, it's always the weirdest week because you don't really know what your team is. And, you know, I, I have the saying you, you, in week one, you start the team you drafted. So whoever you don't overthink it. If you drafted a late round sleeper, don't think in week one, you should start the sleeper. Start the team that you drafted. Start your number one quarterback, your number one running back and wide receiver, blah, 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 blah. I didn't have that luxury because I got hit by the injury bug really quick. But everybody else, just don't panic. You know, just start your team. See what happens after a couple of weeks, and then you can find out what happens. As far as surprises, though, to this, Gus, I, I look at Shook, and I think every year, it's every year, he's, he's a top five team in our league every season. I mean, it's, it's absurd. I and then he doesn't really do anything by the end of the season. Is that what yeah, the surprise mean, is? Well, I mean, no, we, we, we look at his draft every year and we give him a, you know, a pretty average grade. At mm -hmm. some point, maybe we need to learn that, you know, kind of knows what he's doing here. Uh, I don't know how many games he's won in the history of the league, but he's got to be pushing. He's had a few down seasons he, like everybody won, has. But. He's won two championships though, right? Yeah. Okay. Is it two or oh. one? Two. He got both through Adrian Peterson. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Those are the golden any, years, though, for him. Just like they're the golden years for me back in 06, 07. Yeah, so. right. yeah when we first started. Gosh, so that was ahead. Andre Johnson and all that. So, so long ago. So, yeah, Ball, as, Ballzilla. Ballzilla's got a really strong team. I think we we he he's seeing the the fruits of that labor there. I know that he was he was really kind of concerned about his keepers. But look, I, I said this. I, did, I said this when I was reviewing the, the, the divisions. I think every division is going to have some competitive battles between at least two teams. Some, all four teams are, are going to battle it out. But every division has at least two teams that are going to battle it out for first and probably a playoff spot. You know? You're right, yeah. yeah. How, about, how about Dusty? Do you think he's holding up two extended middle fingers to everybody in the league after week one? I, 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 I want to say Dusty is going to peak here. And maybe, <laughs> maybe he wins this week and he gets up to three. When I run these numbers and the algorithm, I mean, I, there's no way he breaks the top two. I'm sorry, just saying it out loud, Dusty, you can, you know, two fingers, whatever, back at me. But <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, the team is just not as good as some of the other ones we saw drafted. So um, that's actually a shock to me now that you bring it up. Dusty at four. And, well, and look up at six. I mean, she knows it. I think we all know it. It was just a big first win to, to you know, surprise everyone. But I don't know. It's, it's going to be uh, tough the rest of the way. I don't know. I think her team, um, I'm, I'm, I want to see exactly. But if I recall correctly, there was an injury. I think it was, was it Marlon Mack? And now yeah, all of so, a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, now yeah, all of a sudden yeah. she's got a, a a bona fide number one running back in Naheem Hines, right? No, even if no, he's split, no. even if he's yeah. splitting time with Jonathan Jonathan Taylor, right? That, yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't jump all over that. Naheem Hines is okay. I wouldn't say he's going to be like the leading running back there. I think that's going to be Taylor. Naheem will get his touches. He'll get his passes. He'll probably revert to that third down back. That's my opinion. Uh, okay. Well, 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 did, well who's who's going to get the carries from Marlon Mack? Are they just going to dump it all on Taylor, or are they going to split it up? And if they split it up, 
that means Naheem Hines is going to get more production. Yeah, he might get 35%. Oh. He was already getting that in this last game, Dad. He, he's a third down back with Phillip Rivers. Here's the thing, you guys. Let's go ahead and just get into the games this week because we can definitely touch on him and, and all those things. So yeah. let, me, let me go ahead and pull it up. I, uh, I know the way mine look probably look different from y'all's, but uh, I'm just starting from left to right and looking at this yeah. first matchup. Y'all can still see the screen? Yeah, let me get to my matchup notes on these things here. <clears throat> so the so first game one? I have is first place Napalm Jockstrap versus uh, my team, the Dynasty. Uh, last week was rough for me. I, I had a good start, and Ross just, you know, we'll talk about his team later, but, you know, he had O.J. Howard get a touchdown, and, you know, there's just some surprises that, that came through for him, and, and I, I just didn't have enough juice at the end. So I was looking at this game. I was kind of reviewing, you know, who's got some strengths here, who's got some weaknesses, and obviously with Napalm, I feel like there's at least – three strong weapons on his team. Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, and Julio Jones. Just those guys, if two of the three hit, I'm probably screwed. Like if they hit their projection this week, especially Lamar Jackson, and it's probably going to happen. He'll get a 50-point game again. But if I can get just one of them to hit and the other two don't pan out, I think I got a chance. So I think uh, your chances are pretty slim. Um... I think he has an advantage, number one, in quarterback rating or quarterback setup. Uh, he's got an advantage on running backs. Uh, Aaron Jones and Breda against uh, Cam Akers and Zach Mott. I, I don't know. That looks pretty tough to me. Uh, he's got an advantage on the wide receivers. Julio, Sammy Watkins, and even Slayton. He had a big game against the Steelers, you know, more or less. Yeah, it's – I mean, the check marks here for ESPN, it's funny they're right. still giving Cortland Sutton the advantage over Darius Slayton, who had a two-touchdown <laughs> game against the Steelers. So yeah, – And Slutton – or Cortland Sutton is questionable anyway, so – I, I mean, know. Your, your, your key player is Kelsey, just like Kittle is mine. That's true, yeah. And I'm not going to get as lucky as I did with my rookie running backs last week. I had J.K. Dobbins score, I think, two touchdowns. Zach Moss got a touchdown reception – I had Jamison Crowder had a big game, didn't he? He did. He had a huge touchdown catch that uh, yeah. that really kept me in against Ross. So I think, uh, you know, I got to, I have to ask you, Gus, like at what point in time are you going to just accept J.K. Dobbins and say, I'm putting him in the lineup? Just I, I have to. Like, does he have to have one more big game before you say, all right, I'm putting him in instead of Akers or Moss? Or well, last week I started J.K. Dobbins. So why aren't you starting him this week? I mean, I, I start off always with what the projections show in ESPN. Uh, so Cortland Sutton was out last week. I took him out, put JK in, and it worked. It got me some points. Um, but I'm going to go with the guy who's supposed to be the number one receiver in Denver if he's healthy, you know, yeah. versus the guy who might be sharing time – or he is going to share time still with Mark Ingram. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't feel that confident, but, I mean, it's my team. Of course, I'm – going to say I'm, I'm going to win this one. Uh, of so, course. And, then any, and anything can happen. Uh, Jackson could have a bad game and, and Wedge could go off. But uh, I, I don't see that happening, but anything's possible. Yeah. I got my fingers crossed, but I'm really hoping I can stop uh, Rick's 13-game winning streak, regular season game winning streak at this point. So That is um, a record, right? It's a record. It's it's probably never going to get topped again as far as we're concerned with a 16-team league, you know. 
No, I mean like the consecutive game winning streak. So it's now it's now up to thirteen consecutive mm-hmm. games. We've never had anybody go like six and zero at the end of the season, then start seven and zero the following season. I'm pretty like sure we haven't. Uh, okay. I just figure, yeah, it's got to be the record. So I'm going ahead and saying it is. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I hope you're, you stop. You're it. picking yourself, which I can understand. Uh, yes, I'm picking myself. This, I'll cover. This shows the, uh, <laughs> the projected score to be closer than. Well, you know, like four points, which is pretty good, but I, I don't know. You're going to have to you, – you need some help. That's that's my opinion. This is the point in the video that I will actually put up the logos and just like in a, you know, pregame show, CBS, Fox, you know, and, and put oh, yeah. the teams yeah. up that we pick. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, I pick Dynasty. Dad, who do you pick? I'm picking Jockstraps okay. to go 2-0. I'm going jockstraps too, and I want you to win. My heart wants you to win, Gus, but my brain is telling me, looking at all those names. I know. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be rough, that's for sure. Um, all right, so next game I have on the slate is Bubba Gump versus Beer Guzzlers. And the problem here is she hasn't actually put in the defense she picked up yet. Right. So her defense she picked up was the Bengals projected for eight points. So yeah, she, she is she- currently favored by three. She, she had them last week. I guess she's looking for somebody else, I think. Uh, I don't know if she had another defense because, yeah, it says Bengals right now. Yeah, I, I know, but I think she had a defense in. I don't know who it was. but And this shows that she's favored by five, and that could be taken care of just by Mahomes, all right? <laughs> and that's, that's a good possibility. <clears throat> Ben's got a uh, – He's playing Denver. Denver's a pretty good defense. Mahomes has got the Chargers. Uh, Mahomes got the advantage. Uh, I, there's no question in my mind. Although that might be closer than you think. Ben could go off this week. And, hey, and he'll okay. need to. He'll all need three to. of For us me, watched the Steelers to. game, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Ben, that offense, I uh, just – its they're back, baby. Like, that's <laughs> a great offense again. Like, I don't care about Le'Veon Bell anymore. I don't care about Antonio Brown. Deontay Johnson looked great. Like eventually, it took him a little bit. But yeah, that muff fumble at the uh, that you know punt or whatever the hell it was that that wasn't too good. But oh yeah, that doesn't matter. I'm just saying Ben has the weapons he always wanted. It, it like every year he always wants more weapons, and he's got the team again. It's it's right there in front of him. So yeah, I think Mahomes will be a little better, but that's the thing. Maybe only a little bit. Maybe within six points when it's all said and done. And on my on my side for this matchup, Chubb needs to do something. That was a lousy, lousy uh, week one outing. Um, I'm hoping he's going to come through this week and get me something. Yeah. Adrian Peterson played pretty well, but I had him on the bench. I uh, just wanted to see if he was going to do anything and if he even get any carries. But, you know, so I'm starting him this week and see what happens. Marvin Jones was a bit of a disappointment as well with Galloway out. Uh, he could have done much better than he did. Sterling Shepard was what I expected, 10 points, something like that. I think that's what he got me. Uh, Corey Davis I had on the bench. He got 17 points. Not that it would have made any difference, but I don't have a whole lot of faith in him, but I got to play him now as a flex. So. Uh, and, and putting that up against what uh, uh, Bubba Gump has, uh, again, Mahomes, she has the advantage. Uh, Ronald Jones and Naheem Hines. Hines had a big, big game. Look, okay, we can go right back to where Jeff was at on this. Hines is now, to me, 50% of that running back offense that, you know, he's going to be a big part of it again. Phillip Rivers loves his, his, uh, his 
pass catching running backs. And yeah, she she really lucked out here. And that's why I feel well, like the team just got she, that much better. She didn't luck out. She picked up a running back and it was late in the draft, I think, that, that turns out to be, you know, a diamond in the rough, at least at this point. But again, at this point, we don't know. Uh, if he has anywhere near the same game he had the first week, then I'm probably in trouble, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, Ronald Jones, I guess, had a pretty decent game, but they may start Fournette this week, and that's going to cut into Ronald Jones' abilities. I watched Dante a good chunk Johnson of that Tampa Bay uh, Saints game, and Ronald Jones looked good. Like, he had some really strong runs, and um, he, I, I just don't think he got the touchdowns when, he, when you know, you're, you're hoping for it. But, you know, I don't think there's anything to worry about having him plugged in as at least an RB2 on your team, which is – what she has. She has two RB2s as far as I'm concerned. Right, right. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I'm glad you guys are uh, so close together as far as the projected scores. Um, I don't know, Jeff, you have any thoughts or whatever projections and, that are different? Yeah, I mean, I, I she also picked up Keelan Cole in, off the waiver wire today. Um, not, I would not be surprised if he goes in the starting lineup over Christian Kirk. Um, and all of a sudden her team is looking, um, pretty salty. I mean, if, if Keelan Cole is in fact, like going to be the guy in Jacksonville or at least be productive in Jacksonville. Um, yeah, I mean, she's got a team all of a sudden that can compete with anybody else. Um, Do they still have D.D. Westbrook? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's on the waiver wire cause he sucks, but yeah, right. they okay. got him. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's out there. I think if you really want him and, and you know, you got an empty spot, go for it. Um, and you know, I, I just think, I, I think it's going to be a good game. If you had to ask me, I'm going to say, I think Bubba Gump's going to win this game, uh, and continue her, her winning streak, get it, get it two games. Um, but you never know. I mean, it's a, it'll be close regardless. Um, it'll be within a touchdown or two. Yeah. I'm going Bubba Gump too. I think, uh, sorry, dad, just, there's something about that team that she, uh, yeah, she's especially this whole Naheem Hines thing. It's just a great pickup this early in the season for her. so two and zero in that division, which is all she needs going into the regular uh, other matchups. Well, we'll it, see what it looks like come Monday evening. I take it you're picking yourself, yes? Of course, <laughs> of course, of nice. Course. All right, uh, next game also in the Rice division is uh, Scabs, Bolt, JR versus Heath Johnson's uh, Touch Me Down squad. Uh, another close game according to the projections. Um, Touch Me Down ended sure. up scoring a pretty decent amount of points, just, yeah, couldn't overcome the 145 by Jess last week. And uh, I know Scabs beat you, Dad, so, you know, it seemed like he just ran away with it pretty early on. Um, yeah, I didn't have much of a chance to catch up, but uh... – that's because I got weak starters. I, I don't have a good starting lineup. But um, I, I think in this one, who did I pick here? Oh, I picked T. I picked, I picked Touch Me Down on this one too. Yeah, did I you think pick I did Touch? I, I'm picking Scabs Bolt because he's got Marlon Mack, who's going to be benched, and all of a sudden, here comes Malcolm Malcolm Brown. So, okay, okay. But do you think he's game. actually going to put him in? There's, I got this game. feeling he's going to forget to change his lineup. If he doesn't change his lineup, man, somebody's got to yeah. somebody's got to do something. Yeah, it's commissioner. You need to take what care of this. What do I have to do? Like, I mean, yeah, we'll post this to the league. We'll do all this stuff. But if he doesn't it, do it by Sunday if he, morning, 
if he's giving free wins out to people and I don't get a chance to get those wins and I don't make the playoffs because somebody got a bye week when they didn't expect it, then yeah, that's an issue. I mean, okay. uh, so somebody needs to just send him a message and say, Hey dude, check your lineup. I mean, cause uh, well, other, let's pe- see. other has... people are counting on you to do something. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Who's on his bench for running back uh, Brown? Is that Malcolm it? Brown? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, a, big game. that's, a, big that's game. a player. I mean, Hey, he's he was a starter last week. He's going to be a starter again this week, and all of a sudden, yep. you know, yeah. put him in. Yeah, if he doesn't if he doesn't swap him out, then you know it's time to start looking at owner non participation. Huh? Yeah, it does. We we would talk about that, but I'm always about hey, look as as, as long as you pay your dues, you know, you kind of acknowledge some texts and you know messages back and forth. We'll give you a shot every year. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, I mean, check the Constitution. There's there's actually some scenarios that are lined out. You probably know them already, but there are some things in there about, hey, you, if you leave an injured player in your lineup for, I don't remember how long, um, then that's a non-participation vote automatic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Well, I, I, I'm mostly joking. I have a feeling he'll probably do something by okay. Saturday I would morning. Think so. I, I would I'm cool think with that. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think so, too. Sure, he's getting messages. Man. Yeah, Jeff, I think you're right. His team, you know, just take him out, put in Malcolm Brown, and just looking at the rest of it, uh, it looks pretty solid. Um, I could see him. Yeah, it, it should be another close game. I, I'm, I'm looking at touch me down squad, right? So David Montgomery as a running back too. Just last year, it was awesome to have him. You had a good feeling he could uh, be a breakout star or whatever. I think it was last year. Maybe but was, before the season started, year. it was like, ooh, this is this is a guy you want, you know, a lot of hype. But everything yeah. else on his team I like, but I think he needs to do something about that second running back spot. Um, you know, yeah, he has Leonard Fournette. Maybe he plugs him in instead, but I don't know. I would try and upgrade if I were him, you know. Yeah, he's got receivers to to he can spare some receivers. So if he can manage to get a swap out, um, he could probably upgrade his starters without hurting, without really losing a ton off the back end off of his bench. But yeah, yeah. he he could be a playoff team. He just uh, he probably needs this one just to stay within the division race, and then yes, he does make some changes to his lineup. But yeah, so I- with that, I think I'm gonna probably pick touch me down in a really close squeaker here. So. Yeah, that's that's my call too. And the other thing is, is that if they win, they're one and one. If I win, we're all one and one in the division, so it's wide open, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm picking Scabs Bolt with an asterisk if he needs to set his lineup. If so, I'm taking Scabs Bolt to win. All right, I'll I'll keep that in mind Sunday morning just in case. <laughs> I, I hope Thursday he changes it, right? Yeah, no doubt. All right, Jeff, we're uh, we're up to your game against. The uh, number two ranked team, I think, is what we saw on the power rankings. Number Whitmire. one. Yes. Uh, I think number, number one, yeah. Number I can't one, remember. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, obviously you, you had different thoughts going into this game of, you know, two of the best teams, hopefully both 1-0. But, yeah, uh, I mean, you, you haven't put in your defense yet, but we see it's going to be, uh, I guess, the Cardinals. So 10 points there. That puts you as a four-point um, uh, favorite. So what are your thoughts? Um, you know, I, I think I'm going to lose, um, but I think it's, it's going to – so I've got Washington's defense going in, and here's why um, – here's – got two reasons for that. So first of all, if Kyler Murray shits the bed this week, I'm basically doubling up on points. So you have Washington's wa- defense? 
Oh, I'm sorry. No, never mind. I've got Cardinals defense. I dropped there. I, I, I've mixed it up. Never mind. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, I picked them up and I just saw, oh, wait a second, Kyler Murray, but I forgot. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking the other side of that. So, never mind. It was yeah. not going to happen. So, forget that. Just I don't mind the Cardinals defense against Washington. I mean, Cardinals at home, I realize home games don't really matter much with COVID, it seems like, but I don't know. Dwayne it's... Haskins still seems young and those running backs for Washington didn't really impress me this past week. Yeah, well, this this time. makes me want to go get Washington's defense because I, I I'm realizing now I didn't even see his lineup before I made my move, but I, maybe I should get Washington's defense and hope that Kyler Murray throws a pick or two. Him, but uh, you know, yeah, I, if somebody uh, sure. yeah if somebody owns him, I'm screwed anyhow. So I'll just stick with what I got. But um, I think that's a good matchup, though. You know, well, I have a lot of interest in, in the Cardinals for some reason. Not really too excited about that. Yeah, but um, they're playing Washington. Washington's offense isn't worth a shit. Well, okay. And the other thing they is won. that they won, but Philadelphia just kind of like they blow. Oh, screw it. We don't want the game. Take it. Um, I've got so you know it also is dependent upon Miles Sanders playing. And right now, yes. you know, they're saying they're 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 increasing his workload in practice, so that's a good sign. Um, if he can't go, I can still plug in Antonio Gibson, or I can um, uh, shift up. Uh, what's his name? Uh, well, I've already got him in the starting James lineup. Robinson. Yeah, James Robinson. I can move him up and then maybe swap in somebody like uh, Jerry Judy or one yeah. of my backups. I've got depth there, so I can play with it. Um, but I really need – I need Sanders to start. I mean, the strength of my team is at the running back position. I need him to play and right. get me get, – just get me the projected total. All right, that's all I really care about. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know. The whole it's, Sanders news I heard was they, they were just being maybe a little too cautious in week one with him. Um, he probably could have went, I think was the news story I read. So you got to think week two, you got to be ready to go then, right? Yeah, it's been a month. So yeah. for you're, a you're hamstring, gonna, a month to rest, it should be okay at this you're point. You're going to need him. Yeah. And yeah, Philadelphia for, needs him too because Philadelphia ain't got no other running backs, really. Jeff, what are your thoughts on Allen Robinson and the news surrounding him winning a trade or something out of Chicago? Uh, that's news to me. I did not know that. Uh, that's noise. Noise? I mean, I'm pretty sure his his Twitter account, all this stuff, he, like, took away all the hashtag bears and pictures of them in bears uniforms. Like, what does that, that mean? Is he just going to, like, show up and be like, I'm hey, going to run around, but I'm hey, not going to look hey. for the ball? No, I, if, it, if he wants to get traded, he better play – well enough to want some to have somebody want to trade him. So I'm telling Allen Robinson, I got a message for you, bro. You want to go to the Steelers? You got to produce. And if you want to stay on the puppies of purgatory, you got to produce. Listen, so I expect listen. a 15, 20 point guys, game out of your ass I'm this muted, week. Or, I'm muted. No, I'm, I'm just muted. trying to finish my point here. If you don't produce for me, your ass is on the bench and I might trade you. And that's even worse. Okay. Well, listen. I'm done. Let me make my point, and now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get him for the last, I don't know. Uh, Allen Robinson is now the squeaky wheel in Chicago. I think that, that means that he's going to see some more uh, passes thrown his way from Trubisky, who sucks, but he's going to get his targets. He'll get his points. I, think I you're actually like Allen that Robinson. theory, Dad. You, you would think so, but, dude, he gets peppered with targets as it is. The problem is that the ball is thrown – like way outside of his catch radius. It's, it's right. reminiscent of Cordell Stewart right. back. It, it, dude, it is. I mean, I've seen so many passes where you know Trubisky just airballs it right over Allen Robinson, and I'm like, I feel bad. And the guy gets hit for it, you know, like he jumps up for the pass and gets pounded. I feel bad for the dude. I mean, he's 
he's trying. He's it's not a lack of effort. His quarterback sucks. That just is true. sucks. That is true. But you know, to me, it's like him and who Anthony Miller. That's it for the re- receivers. Yeah, they got Jimmy Graham too. Robin. I got Jimmy Graham. That's true. Oh boy. Hey, yeah, they won last week. They came back in the fourth quarter. I, I actually think the Bears are a better team than, you know, I know they won, but that some people probably have in their mind about what they saw against the Lions this past week. So I should have drafted Juju. Was he there? Yeah. Oh, so, so man, my, that It was sucks. the first, first pick in the second round. I was like, I, I don't want Allen Robinson, but I guess I'm going to have to take oh, him. Oh, my God, Jeff. Yeah, well. Such a different week for you. Or, I could be wrong about that. Maybe it was Mike Evans that – I think Mike Evans fell to me, and then I took Allen Robinson after that. So maybe I couldn't have gotten Juju, but whatever. Here's, here's the keys in my mind to your lineup, to your game, to this matchup. Number one, Brady has to have a big game. Yeah. And, and I think he can against Carolina. So I think Brady should have a big game. I think Mike Evans needs to have a comeback from last week. And if he does a big game, then you've got that stack between Brady and Evans. If, if Miles Sanders plays, he's going to be the workhorse running back in Philadelphia. So touches equal points, you know. Um, Ellen Robinson should be okay. I think your lineup, again, is still one of the strongest lineups in the league. And Except he's, in my opinion, going up against the toughest one. This, this looks like a really strong lineup from Mike. I, I mean, lucking out with Jonathan Taylor, the other 50% of that Indianapolis running back, like that's getting well, – Ken and Drake, Ken and Drake, to me is you know I, I don't I don't have that much faith in them anyway. Um, yeah, Chase Edmonds did have a lot of work this past week, but Ken and Drake still got a touchdown. He got goal. Devontae, his his wide receivers are very good. He's got Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and DJ Chark. It's crazy. You know, I think I mean, his weakest spot for Mike's team is Zach Ertz. That's <laughs> it's okay to be weak with Zach Ertz. Right, right. I mean, he's got a strong team, but I'm I, you know. I know you. this is one that you and I disagree on, Gus, and I'm picking the Pups, and I'm picking them because, uh, number one, he's got to have Sanders. Brady has the big game. Evans catches in on, on that big game from Brady, and that'll give him enough points to win the game. That, that's in my opinion. Kyler Murray could offset all of that and have a great big, big-ass game, you know, against Washington. He could. That'll offset all that. So, yeah, it'll be a close game. It'll be a close game. Sorry, Jeff. I just I'm looking at his team. It's just it looks so good, <laughs> and uh, I know I, I think you'll be fine for the rest of the season. But it's just yeah, this is gonna be your toughest matchup, I think. So I, I'm picking Whip. I guess I'm picking myself. Yeah, we we have to pick our own <laughs> spots, right? You guess, yeah. Okay. I have I have faith. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next game in the uh, Marino Division. Uh, Ballzilla versus the team that won the division last year, the Ramones. Um, Ramones had a rough start. And uh, honestly, this is one of two games I saw that the projected total is, it's pretty high. It's a double digit uh, projection. And I know ESPN projections, they don't really mean anything, but just the more I, I've looked at these lineups, I, I would feel pretty safe going with Ballzilla in this one. Um, I do like some of the elements that the Ramone has on his team. Uh, Russell Wilson did great. Uh, Chris Carson was great, um, but yeah, James Conner, that that really sucks after what we saw on Monday night. Um, yeah. I, and honestly, maybe I should ask y'all because I haven't read into it too much. Is it an injury or is it like there's something else there that we don't know about for the Steelers I think and Conner? What I heard was a high ankle sprain. sprain. Conner? So, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it is an injury. He's not like pissy about something. No, no. Okay. 
No. I thought that's what I saw on Monday. Right. So this could be one where he may have to sit, but um, that means he's going to have to pick up a, a backup running back. So who's he got? Uh, he's got uh, James White in the flex that he could move up to start, and then that would slide Manny uh, Manny Sanders into his flex. And that's not that's not terrible, to right. be honest. Man, because right. with Michael Thomas being out, I don't know how much uh, – Manny's going to get – he should get at a minimum the same what is what he got last week. All right. But he's right. probably going to get more. Let's be honest. Right. The targets right. are going to go so. elsewhere. Um, so I think Jared cook and Manny probably get an uptick. I don't know who their third wide receiver is. So yeah, Traquan Smith is a part of their team. I know that. Right. So he's right. probably going to elevate a little bit. Okay. Yeah, and Bubba, Bubba Gump has him. So he may show up in that lineup as a sneaky wide receiver that jumps in and gets another 27 points. That's just another reason why Jess is kind of getting uh, all these all these benefits, right? These I know, late I know. Picks, for, so. that's... for the Ramones, though, Manny's going to get more number or get get more points, right? So that that will help him out. Um, I think James White is still pretty salty, um, so I, I don't think losing Connor's going to kill him. Um, it's just you don't want to see your, like your number your number one or number two running back, you know, potentially out for a while. Yeah. So especially where he drafted them. So I'd say probably, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it'll be closer than what it appears, but um, I'm going to root for the Ramones uh, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Ramones take this one because I need them to, wow. I need yeah. you to win. Sholey. That, that is a bold ballsy pick. I well, know. I, I've, got, I've got Ballzilla. Wait, wait, this one. you're picking Ballzilla. No, no, let's, let's look at Ballzilla. Just oh yeah. To see what they got. Yeah, I mean, Ballzilla ended up with the number one uh, quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, which, by the way, that was like a late-round pick in our draft. I, I loved it when it happened, and I just was pissed I couldn't get him. <laughs> um, Dallas Godera is a no, – I couldn't believe I saw this. He, he was one number one ranked tight end after week one. Didn't you call you? that, Gus? I yes, did. did. I, I kept yes, saying there's all that news with Zach Ertz, but right. the crazy thing is Ertz still got a touchdown, and I guess Godera did too, but um, – or yeah. I don't even know what he got. He he just had a good game. So this this team that Ballzilla put together, it, his wide receivers are the strength for sure. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, Cook is still – it's great to have him as your running back one. Gurley had a decent uh, first game. You know, he's good enough for a running back two. And, and what did AJ, AJ Green got, like 10 points last week? Uh, yeah, it says 10 points. But, hey, yeah, that's the I, good I thing is he didn't get injured. Though. He, he actually caught that touchdown at the end of that Cincinnati um, Chargers game last week. He just – Yeah, so it. for a total of 10 points, yeah. right? Okay. Right. So I, I, I just think Ballzilla, he has enough to hang on for this projected victory. So. I think so too. Yeah. I'm going Ramones. Let's get this, uh, let's get this division all tied at one and one. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. That would be awesome. be awesome to see that happen. Um, all right, now we're at the Dallas division or the Smith division. Uh, M team versus Shook. Um, I, I believe Monty had a pretty rough week one, if I recall. Or I don't know, maybe I'm mixing that up with you, Dad. Um, <laughs> but but uh, uh, he scored 135 last week. 135, okay. Yeah. Well, plus plus whatever he had in his tight end. I don't know where his tight end is at. Oh, he had he had Blake Jarwin. That's right. So right. he picked up yeah. Dalton Schultz. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is the other game I remember seeing that uh, I think the projection is double digit point win for Shook. Mm. Um, uh, just starting with M team. 
I love Josh Jacobs. That was such a great first game for him. Like, I think he, uh, Bonnie ended up getting the best first round pick where he drafted from. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Josh Jacobs is going to continue this the whole season. Like, if Monty ends up having a bad year, he should just know, like, hey, Josh Jacobs, good trade value for a first-round pick next year from anybody that's competing. Yeah, that's and true. Just planting that seed right now in Monty, just in case. <laughs> um, the rest of his team, you know, Gallup had kind of a uh, disappointing first week. Same with DJ Moore. Still good <laughs> receivers, but, um, but yeah, he, he, he needs them to, to come through week two. Um, Devin Singletary, yeah, that, uh, I don't feel good about that guy. After what Zach Moss did week one. I, eventually, I think Moss is going to really eat into his production. So He had a pretty good game, though. Ten points is – I mean, that's all right. Yeah. It's, it's not great, but, hey, it's ten points. Is he yeah, the starter? I, he's technically, the starter he's, the, he's the starter, yeah. Yeah. And he has John Brown on the bench. John Brown had a really good game. So yeah, he did. if there's a way he can move some things around um, – I don't know. He could still compete. I, I don't think Monty's that bad of a team. Just uh, No, yeah. I don't either. But, I mean, now you look at Shook, right? Dak, I, you know, I guess it said 35 points, but, yeah, that, he, he can get his 40, It didn't feel good, games. did it? No. It didn't feel good, did it? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kamara looked good after uh, week one and, and all the questions. The one that rolled up on uh, Michael Brown's ankle. Yeah, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Kamara did? In that yeah. game? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, just looking at Chuck's team, he, he ended up building a really strong team. Uh, I guess like we were, or like you were saying, Jeff, um, at the beginning of this, Mark Andrews looked great week one. Um, yeah, I, I, I have a hard time not picking Shook here against Monty. Yeah, I would go with Shook. Um, yeah, I, I think he gets off well. to a hot start. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. The other game in that division, Texas Savages versus Hall of Shamers. Um, Savages, I felt so bad for them. Two weeks in a row, they had a, like a high-scoring game and just they just lost a shook. You know, they, they couldn't overcome that. Um, but he has a really good squad, too. Uh, Zeke did well. Josh Allen was surprisingly one of the better quarterbacks last week. Yeah. Um, and in our type of league where passing yards are more important, I think, than rushing – didn't matter for Josh Allen. He, he did a really good job. Yeah. Um, so having like Galladay back should help. Thielen, that's a good wide receiver. I think when I was looking at this team, Darren Waller is your starting tight end and backup Noah Fant, who ended up having a really good game. That's that's pretty strong. I think throughout yeah. the season, if he ever wanted to, he could put Fant in as like a flex or as a main tight end and yeah. feel safe about it. So uh, I could see Savages coming back here and they're projected to win now. But, uh, yeah, I, I could see him tying it up 1-1. One, one. Uh, I'm projecting Savages to win in a close one. Yeah. This this shows, what, a five-point difference, four-point difference? Yeah. The, Sham- the Shamers, I think, have a good team. Matt Ryan is probably going to outperform Josh Allen, in my opinion. But uh, Saquon Barkley's good. Mostert's good. Beckham needs to have a game. If he don't, he's fucked. Uh, Godwin. You know, what he got, 16 points or 14, whatever it was. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, so I, I think Hall of Shamers has, has a good team, I believe, but I think that the uh, Savages are going to pull this one out. 
Yeah, I, I do too. In a close one. In a close one. Yeah, I, I like the Shamer starting lineup. Their bench is kind of weak. It looks like, um, and I, I don't know. I I'd almost think maybe start Jimmy Graham this week over Rob Gronkowski. There, something just didn't look right that first week. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the offense that uh, uh, Bruce Arians is trying to put together there. It was what more did, decoy than anything for Rob Gronkowski. What did Graham get last week? Anything? I think he got a touchdown. It said 11.5 points. So. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. Just my thoughts, but it could be a close game. I'm just I'm picking savages to tie Me this too. one up. Yeah. Savages. Yep. And the last game on the week two slate, uh, back to the moon division, is Hookem versus the Smuffs. Um, this might be the closest game of the week. Uh, it's only two point projection. Um, yeah, this this game is looking more and more like a pick 'em. I think I saw the other day Smuffs were favored. Now this morning it's Hook'em. Um, I, I I I don't even know where to start. So I, I guess just looking at Hook'em's team, Burrow looked good. They got do you believe? Yeah, well they got Burrow uh, as an advantage over Philip Rivers. Well, to point, me, it's a coin I flip. I don't by point, by don't point three points. I mean, yeah. look at the projections there. It's it burrows by point three, so it's a push, really. Yeah, it's a coin flip. David Johnson looked good week one, but up against Baltimore this week, that'll be a lot tougher. Um, yeah. And and really, things are just going to get started this Thursday. Mixon, he's got to have a good game to keep a minute. Um, Melvin Gordon looked good for Smuffs. I uh, I was happy to see he got that one touchdown. I have him in another league. And on the flip side, Eckler for Hookham, uh, that must have been pretty under, disappointing. But under you, he, he had 19 or 20 touches, but only one pass. Yeah, they right. One time, so, you know, they got to do something about that. Yeah, like I was saying, when Rivers isn't there throwing you the ball as like a check down. Uh, you know, right, right. Not as good as maybe a lot of people thought you were. So, but hey, against KC, it might be a high scoring game, and Eckler roars back with a good 20 point. Uh, game you know makes up for what david johnson probably won't get this week yeah, possible yeah uh the wide receivers actually look like a push to me hopkins okay i'll, I'll give hopkins the advantage over lockett but then cup and hilton they seem about the same to me well i don't know i think i'd rather have cup than hilton right now that that i didn't see any of the indie game but i heard like he's really starting to look his look like he's almost done like Hilton's no. just lost a, a step, but again, it's week one. You don't really know anything at this right, point. Right, right. Yeah. Freaking OJ Howard for uh, Ross's team. He got that touchdown last week. I couldn't believe it. Out of nowhere. Hurts me in the dynasty league, man. Oh yeah. Do you have Gronk? I got Gronk. Yeah. Eh, he's cheap. I don't care. That's true. Oh yeah, and there's the Washington defense. Yeah, so, uh, that's it. All right, yeah, I was way off on that. Oh well. They got the Washington defense got 19 points last week. Yeah. Well, when Carson Wentz decides to shit the bed in the second half, that, uh, that tends yeah, to happen. Was... Yeah, this, this right, well, should be a close I game. Have... I, I'm not sure. I, I guess if I had to go any way, um, damn, I don't know. Does that say negative seven next to the Vikings defense and special teams? Yes. Yes. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. They must have been playing Green Bay. They definitely were playing Green Bay. Yeah. Hopefully a little better this week against Indy. Um, I, I think I'm going to go hook them in this one. Um, 
I went hook him as well. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm going to have to agree that the the core positions, although the, it's close at quarterback, the rest of them I think are clearly advantage Hookem. Um, yeah, I think it. I think he's going to win this one, and I don't think it. It may be close, but I mean, I look at if both your running backs, both your wide receivers are favored to be better, um, in some cases su- substantially so. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's going to win it. Yeah, Hookem will take it. Yep. Bank it. Bank it. Yeah, I gotta write the, write these down, and then we'll have like the uh, yearly, you know, pick them picks. Accuracy. Yeah. Accuracy. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you, yeah. I'm at cool. 500 right now. <laughs> well, there's so your week we, two preview. Uh, what, what were you gonna say, Jeff? Or, well, I, I don't know if we want to just talk hmm. about one other subject real real quick. Um, do we have time, or are we call? Oh yeah, yeah. I got some time. All right, so I was on the phone with uh, Michael, um, owner of Whip My Ass, earlier this week. It was actually Tuesday. Um, and uh, if he's listening to this, Mike, I know you were really calling just to, you know, kind of, you know, twist the <laughs> knife a little bit about me losing in week one. Uh, I didn't know that he had won. And so I'd said, hey, week one doesn't matter. All I got to do is win in week two and it's back to normal. And I didn't know I was playing him. So. Now I'm looking at going, probably getting my ass kicked. So anyway, Mike called, and although he's a gracious winner, um, he wanted to know if I was ready to jump off a bridge or anything. <laughs> but we got to talking, and um, I mentioned that I'm in three different leagues. And, you know, I told him about the, the Houston League and the Dynasty League and, and all that. And he said, so if you were going to win any championship in any of the leagues, which one would you pick? And I said, well, it's the Alamo Goliad league without a doubt. I mean, we have the history. Um, it's, it's got the legacy. We keep records of everything. Um, there's so many things that are added to it that are related to fantasy football, but don't have as much to do with the actual games. You, you get, you get all this, this prestige and, and all that that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I, I would rather win a championship in this league than any other. But the league that I think I'm having the most fun in is the Dynasty League. And I, I was trying to explain to him that, you know, it's, it, that one is it's more comprehensive. It feels like you're actually owning a team because you have contracts. You have a salary cap. You got rookie contracts. You're starting a full defense. So you got to look at other players besides just the starters on offense. And I said, you know, if, if we ever got to the point where we wanted to make a radical change to the Alamo Goliad League, I would suggest we go to make it a Dynasty format. And maybe it doesn't have to be exactly like the USFS. It's kind of that, that, that dynasty league is, is kind of a prototype. We're just seeing how it works and we're, we're adjusting as we find flaws and all that. Um, but you use that framework and say, all right, this is what we learned from that. Now, if we were going to change our league, this is how we, this is a framework for how we can make the Alamo Goliad league work. And, you know, it's weird because every year I'm the commissioner in that league and every year, that we've had it, it's been like such a burden. I've been like, I don't know if I want to do this. There's so much work involved with it. But after, after it starts, it's, it's just, it's really fascinating how it works and how much fun it is. So anyway, I bring that up to say, you know, I'm not the only owner who feels that way. Like Monty has told me that his favorite league is the USFS. Um, Pete, who's in that league has said it's his favorite league out of all the ones that he plays. And you guys know, Pete, Pete's in, I mean, he's probably in like 10 leagues this year, right? He just, he is a junkie for fantasy football, but he says that's his favorite league because it's, it's just so, uh, it's so, I I don't want to say consuming, but I I think he said like, there's so much planning for the next three years that I have to do. 
and it never stops. It continues throughout the off season. And, you know, he turns around and looks at it and tries to find other ways to make his team better um, because of all that. So I think there are, I think there, I think Jess has said that she really loves the USFS as well. She loves that dynasty format. I'm, I'm not sure how you guys feel about it, but it is different. Um, and, you know, maybe it is too much for some people. Like maybe it is too much for 16 people uh, to participate or and maybe that would be something that we'd, we'd have to figure out. But I, I guess my point is, if we were going to make any major changes to it, I would propose that we move to the similar dynasty format with a salary cap, with your contracts and um, with your full defensive lineup, like we always, like we do right now. And my argument, what you guys think about that. My, my argument against that is probably weak, but uh, we've had too much time and too much history uh, invested in our current league in, in the AGFFA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would hesitate to see any, that kind of a drastic change in how we do things myself. Um, I, I, I know somebody, I think in the uh, dynasty league, there was an argument for putting a, uh, uh, you know, like four players on a development squad or something like that. Yes. It would be, it would be nice if we could do something like that for our normal league, because we only have 16 total players, right? And nine of them have to be starters. So you're always seeking, well, you know, I am because I don't have a team with a shit, is trying to find somebody on the waiver wire, which is really, really tough with 16 teams. It would be nice to have some kind of system where we have some players that we can stick on the bench. And, you know, if they start turning into good players, we can throw them into our lineup. The way it is now, it's, it's constantly trying to find somebody to uh, hopefully take off for you. I, I, would, I would not vote to, to change our league into a dynasty league, not, not at this point. I, I, I wouldn't do it. So, Fair so Jeff, if, if I may, I, number one, I do love the dynasty league. I think when it comes to like the amount of fun I have in the different leagues I'm in, um, once we actually do the free agency auction, not so much the rookie draft, but definitely the free agency auction, um, it is, it is a lot of fun. Uh, that that's the part where like you know all the planning, all the preparation, everything you've done up to that point, it can really pay off. And and I, I said this before in that league, like I did, not really. Yes, yeah, that's that. That was your problem, though. Uh, it yeah, was kept, to the rest rookies. of our benefit that planned for it, and you left saying, "Man, I love my team. I, I love what I did with it." So uh, this year is different because there was, I, I really wasn't even thinking fantasy football up through the whole summer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, this came around, and you know, there it is. So it happens anyway, as far as like uh, peak fun for a fantasy league, that's always my favorite part of the three main leagues that I'm in um, is the free agency auction. But I'm kind of with dad where I would not want to do a full transformation of the AGFFA to uh, what we have in that USFS. Um, I though I'll say this. I think it might be kind of cool to explore an idea in the future of turning the snake draft that we normally do for AGFFA into an auction draft. And we can still figure out a way to do keepers. And maybe you do keepers based on you have a salary every year, it increases, and you also have a salary of a player you want to keep, but it has to increase a little bit more, you know, 25% versus a salary cap of 10% every year. I, I realize the numbers thrown out there might be confusing to those not familiar with all of that, but you know what I'm saying, Jeff? Like, yeah, yeah. That that's one part of the the dynasty league that 
if we went to an auction that we could incorporate. Whereas like uh, if you keep a guy for the, if you keep a franchise player, he, what he takes up, I don't know, 20% of your, your budget for the auction. And then every year that you keep them after that, it goes up some amount, 5% or 2% or whatever it is and keeps increasing over time mm-hmm. until it gets to the point where you'd have to, and what the numbers mean, I, I don't know. We'd have to figure it out, but something like that. And then if you kept like a franchise or a transition player, maybe that's, you know, 10% of your budget. So now you got two players, but there goes 30% of your budget for those right. two players. Yep. Um, so I think we could convert over to that auction style format um, fairly easily. And I think that given a, a good chunk of our league has participated in the auction and they kind of know what, what goes on, um, they may be in favor of it too. Monty says he loves the auction. He loves being able to bid on players. Hell yeah. he, he says you always have a chance at players. You always do. It's just a matter of, you know, are, yeah, how much I guess whether spend. you're playing, yeah, are you going to play chicken with the guy? And right. are you going to, re- do you really want to pay $90 for, you know, DeAndre Hopkins or do you want to let somebody else pay $90 for it, you know, and let them chew up their budget so that maybe you can get somebody else. Anyway, I think we could probably do something like that. And that might be an interesting kind of middle ground to explore. Um, and yeah, that, I think that would be interesting. But again, I'm, I'm just talking like if we were doing some radical changes, would we want to make like a full transition over to that? I think that your proposal, Gus, actually, it kind of incorporates some of that in there. Like you have to look at it and say, you know, do I want to keep this guy for the next, you know, three years? Because what's that going to do to the rest of my team if I continue to keep him? Yeah. Um, and so maybe more players would go into the churn and, and you'd get more opportunities. But I, I do like it. I think the auction is, it's a lot of fun. Um, I personally love the rookie draft too. Uh, but the, that's that's just a unique part of the other league as well. So, so the, the thing that I know would go away if you did an auction-style draft every year is what replaces, like, uh, you know, teams every year that want to say, damn, I'm not competing, uh, so I'm going to try to get draft picks next year. What replaces that in an auction style that isn't a dynasty league like we have? And the thing that would come to mind is you trade salary cap space. Yeah. You have to like, you know, do something like that where it's like, hey, uh, you know, uh, here's fifty dollars. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that might be a block to trades too, because you're investing today against tomorrow, um, and giving away some of your salary cap because you want to pick up, you know, Michael Thomas. Um, right. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it the auction be, draft it, what, and and the idea of, of maybe. Uh, doing keepers with it like we have with Alamo maybe up to two keepers um, everyone's open so you end up getting Christian McCaffrey next year he's still a top running back and you paid 150 bucks out of a $500 budget whatever it is right mm-hmm. you can still keep him I mean you can end up doing a $200 just for McCaffrey and you're like I want that guy I, I, I see what he does same with Mahomes um, yeah. and we could have it too you know something in place where if you got lucky with in the example of the USFS with Jess, she got Mahomes for like five bucks, right? Mm-hmm. So she gets to keep Mahomes based on how we set that up forever. There's no like after five years, it has to be a top five quarterback. The only time we have that is with the rookies. Mm-hmm. In our league, we would just say, no, once you keep someone for four years, let's say, or three years, they have to be elevated to an average top five salary of last season's top five quarterback, something like that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. 
So I don't know. There's, I've never thought of it. Um, I would leave it to the league if there's any interest in it, but I, I wouldn't mind. I, I think auctions are great. So. Yeah, I, 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 I could see some some modification to, to include some type of an auction on it, but it's a 16-team league. We're going to have to have a larger player pool to, to store players. Especially if it, it'd be, well, it's not a dynasty. It would be a dynasty. Yeah, we're, we're, we would, I would not suggest IDP, um, nothing like that. It would still de- be defenses. You would auction on defenses, you know. I'd be, I'd be okay with that. I think, again, we're just, we're just kind of spitballing here. And, and there's, there may be, although there are a lot of folks that have gone through the auction and they enjoy it, um, there may be an, another group of people that are like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that much work, right? And in which case, you just don't do it. But, yeah, it's something to think about. It, and, it would be a lot less it. work than what's in the Dynasty League because you have to – Dynasty League, you're, you're, you already have your 35 players. Yeah. This one, yeah. it's like, I just want these two. And then I'm going to go into the auction with whatever money I have left. Yeah, that's true. And you only got to pick up 14 players, so it's not – yeah, it wouldn't be that much. And, you know, um, if we ever actually had live drafts again, I, I hope we do, and we did this auction thing, I think it'd be so much fun to do a live auction with yeah, people in the be. room. It would be. Or, and the problem, though, is with 16 people, it's so tough to do. Um, it, yeah, I don't know how we would do that. Um, that might be something that I – We'd have to be. hire an auctioneer. You would, but I'm also saying, like, someone like a JR who can't make it, one year so is he going to let someone go in his stead to you know auction on his team i'm going to put him on speakerphone i i don't know i think at that point you'd you'd probably have to we probably would have to mandate that somebody is there like they can't either that or we're just doing it on espn and it does the auto auction thing do you know if um you do know if that cookie draft thing has an uh an auction type uh i don't know i don't think so but I don't know. The way ESPN does it for USFS is fine, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I yeah. think I like it. I like how that works. And, you know, yeah, we fine. could always do that, however many people show up, and it's just, yeah, we're all in the room together and or a bar or whatever it ends up being in the future. So Yeah. I like the idea, Jeff. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if uh, anyone hears this and is like, oh, yeah, that might be interesting. Just a thought experiment. You know, maybe it'd be fun. Um the glory I think, is winning this championship, though, out of all the leagues. Oh, for sure. I mean, right. I, I want to win this one the most, yeah, um, without it's a doubt. The most money. It's it's got the most money, and dude, all everything about it, like the trophy, you get a ring, you get you yeah. know, it's we have a we have a record a, book with immor- stuff that shows what's going on every year and all it's that. It's immortalized, you know. It we really have a is. Where we have loyal players, loyal owners that that, that aren't going to leave over some disagreement that we always can work that kind of thing out, you know? Yeah. I, I, that's just, I don't want to see any big drastic changes to the format and how we do things. Maybe this auction thing could work. That would take a lot of thinking and planning, I think, but uh, the record books and how we play and the divisions, I don't want to see any more changes to that. That's just my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, to that point, dad, if, if you, part of the reason why we don't keep the same records and things like that in the dynasty league is because it's a lot more positions. Like I I'm not, frankly, I'm not interested in sorting through and figuring out who scored the most points as a right. defensive lineman or a cornerback right. or a DB right. I, or a, or a uh, linebacker. I have no interest in that. I have no interest in figuring out which one scored the least amount. Maybe one of them's fumbled and I'd have to go and search and see 
who's lost points for fumbles. You know, I, I don't think I'd want to, that's why I don't do it is because it's just such a pain in the ass. It's, yeah, it's another three more positions, but multiply that out. Our dynasty league, we've got people that have got seven or eight defensive backs on their team. I'm not going to sort through all that nonsense to figure it out. Yeah. It's um, not as clear, like which defensive ends are starting every week for your teams. You know? Yes. Yeah. And that's be the other thing is, do you split it up in defensive ends and tackles or safeties and corners oh inside God. linebackers? Anyway, I got to check linebackers. out my lineup on that league. Uh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Anyway, so we had we, a close game, by the way. You we and did. I ended we up did. With a very close game. I, I I thought I was in a lot of trouble in that one because you were starting the entire Steelers linebacker core, and I was <laughs> yeah, like, I oh know. my god. Oh. Except for except for T.J. Watt, which I think Jess Jess has T.J. Watt or somebody yeah. does. And he got his interception, so that that paid uh, off. Did you know that you get six points for interceptions in that league? I don't remember that, You're but that sounds player. about right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like player. a touchdown. It is. I mean, it's huge. It's okay, real huge quick. This is play. related to AGFFA because I want to yeah. get it back on track. Yeah. I think safeties in our uh, AGFFA league, like when you get a safety for a defense, is like two points. Is that yeah. right? That's messed up. That it should is. really be more than two points. So I, I know it's just the three of us, but like, you know, that, that should be fixed by next year. It should be. I don't know what the number sh- – wasn't it 10 at one point or something that, like that? I wouldn't do that. I would just say four, like somewhere in the middle. Six is probably too much, but give it a little bit more, you know. Well, they're, they're so let me, rare. That... Let me – like, what's the most points you can lose on defense? Is it 10 points? 10 I think points. so, yeah. Okay, what's the next threshold? Is it seven points? I think is it's right? 10, 7, 3, 1, 0, something like that. Why don't we make it like seven? That way, if you get a safety, that's, that's basically made the defense's day, right? And even if you give up a ton of points, the, you, you, you might get zero, right? Well right. – I don't, I don't know. We can figure it out, but two points is, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a huge play. Yeah. And we're basically treating it as, you know, back-to-back sacks. Exactly. It's just, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Or an, inter- an interception, which doesn't point points, points on the board is worth more. Or a fumble recovery. Exactly. Like, so, yeah, I, it needs to be changed if it hasn't already. Yeah. If it is five actually points. two points. Make it five points, points right? Five I points mean, would be fine. It, it doesn't happen that often, so it's not something you can expect in every game. Although, who was it? Uh, Green Bay, I think, got Green a safety. Bay, Green Bay had a safety. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was this past week. So at some point, they had a five point total. So they got a safety somewhere in there. Yeah. All right, fellas. That was a good week two preview. Good uh, chat on other stuff in the league. So, I, like I said, I, I'd like to try to do this once a week, you know, every week preview if we can. But, uh, yeah, you know, we'll see where we go. I'm down. I, um, um I had uh, put a note up on Facebook about the fact that we're doing this, this podcast and suggested, uh, you know, if anybody else, any other owner wanted to call in, it'd be nice to kind of have like a guest appearance. Yeah. Uh, maybe some point that'll work. Uh, I don't know if people, you know, maybe didn't see the Facebook uh, post soon I'll, enough. But... I'll actually do it. Next time, I'm going to just put the Zoom link out there. And right. yeah, like, I'll just, I'll do it right before the meeting. And so, right. like, we could have it already set up, and someone just jumps in. We're like, hey, we're in yeah. the middle of it. Right, right. I think that'd be kind of fun. You know, <laughs> show some more part- participation and stuff. These Fair things enough. are fun. I think they're valuable. We can, you know, these, we'll be able to keep these for eternity, too. So, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that'd yep. be cool. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, well, back to work for me. All right. Later, guys. Bye, man. All right, bye, y'all. Y'all take bye. care. See y'all. Bye, bye. Ed. See you. Bye. bye.